0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: What is going on, everyone? Welcome to Believe in the Houston Texans. I am one part of your show, Ruben Calvillo. I am joined by my guy, Harley Dugan. How's it going, brother? I'm doing great, man, doing absolutely great. Second day's Uh, of OTAs was yesterday. Today is day three. Surprisingly, we haven't seen anything from the Houston Texans or any, you know, media reporters. Normally, it should have been around 12.
0: Yeah, usually, you would think. I haven't seen anything.
1: Now, before we get this episode started, this is brought to you by Bet Online. Jump into the action right now. Go on your mobile device or on your computer. Use our promo code B L E A V and get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. We have to put in some parlays, Harley. The Astros are on fire. Thank God. Mm. About, about, it's about damn time. Even about damn time. Uh, not looking good last two days. But regardless, a game winning streak. A game winning She Switching back to the Houston Texans. One thing that I did not expect to happen, Harley, was the uproar that Davis Mills, we haven't talked about him in a very long time, got first team reps yesterday in OTAs. The reaction to that, as Houston Texans fan as you can get, what are we doing? Why, you know, Why are we making it a competition? You know, you should just give them the, you know, the first team reps right off the gate. I think we need to calm down. What is it? May 25th, 24th. We got to calm
0: down. Yeah, I agree with you. I thought we were more knowledgeable than this. Um, I just can't see a universe where Davis Mills is a starting quarterback. Week Mm. one of the regular season. Sure. I could see it in preseason. I could see it week one preseason. I could see it but that doesn't that doesn't move me. That doesn't mm-hmm. sway me from ultimately in the landing spot that like, CJ Stroud's going to be your quarterback week one. I, I would be shocked at now that's when I will be okay, what are we doing here? because he's the number two pick in the draft. Mm-hmm. like I, I understand some of the frustrations maybe. Uh, but I mean let's be real, we all knew this is coach things. We saw this. Yes. We saw Tom Savage run his ass out there in Jacksonville and had Deshaun just standing there with, you know, like this the whole time waiting. And he waited for a half and came in the second half. Sure, he got pummeled, but it, I mean, come on. We all knew Deshaun should have been the starter. Okay. So this is coach stuff. Okay. This is just how it is. Run through the muck a little bit. I do believe cJ Stroud's gonna get his turn. it's gonna be easy. it's not gonna he's a number two pick in the draft and we've said he should be better than Davis Mills and he mm. should be better than case Keno like i don't I don't get it I don't get it.
1: let me throw you okay so let me throw you a question. what if in training camp we still see Davis Mills get first team reps I'm gonna play devil's advocate
0: so if he's still getting first team reps look I can see it. This guy's played more NFL games than C.J. Stroud. So this guy has more NFL experience than C.J. Stroud. C.J.'s a rookie. Mm -hmm. I get that. I understand. I can roll with Davis Mills getting the first-team reps. Let's say June, July, he's getting first-team reps. Okay, that that should be happening. Mm -hmm. This is a quarterback competition. Okay, according to Davis Mills, it's a quarterback competition. Personally... I don't know how much of a competition that word and that meaning is being stretched out here mm. by the Texans. Um, but I would be a hypocrite to say that we should have an open competition. Like mm. we should. Yeah. CJ Stroud and CJ Stroud should win. Like mm. he is the better quarterback. There mm. should be no problem and he should have nothing against Davis or Case Keenum. But he should go out there and, and slay the competition, go out there and do his thing bqb QB1 at the end of the night, and roll with them week one.
1: Yeah, no, I have the quote here from Davis Mills. I'm competing for that starting job. Mm -hmm. Nothing is going to change. It's been great to get to know CJ Stroud. He is a great guy. Davis Mills is going to go out there swinging, right? Apparently, there has been some teams calling about him in terms of availability. Harley, what type of trade value does Davis Mills have?
0: You know, that's where I'm like, okay, Davis Mills is what a day three pick. Mm-hmm. You know, fourth round pick, the highest. Yeah, I think you get a four, fifth round pick for him. Uh, you know, dependent on the team and dependent on how much they valued Davis Smith, Davis Mills, mm-hmm. Davis Mills pre draft and in, in 2021, 2020 or whatever it was. Uh, that's how that's the teams that you know can give you a fifth round pick. Maybe a fourth round pick, and that could be a team that's a late fourth round pick that needs a backup quarterback or someone that actually values him and thinks that maybe he can be a starting quarterback for them. There's always those teams, so he's nothing but a th- day three pick. I just don't see a world where uh, you got a quarterback on a rookie deal as a backup mm-hmm. and you're gonna get rid of him. For a day three pick, like, do we really value that much higher than what I think Davis Mills can be a solid NFL backup quarterback in this league? We've seen flashes from him. Mm-hmm. We saw it two years ago that grabbed onto the hope that maybe this this coal can turn into a diamond, maybe or something close to a diamond, whatever it resembles of it. I'll take a fake diamond out of mm. Davis Mills. Like, I'll take it. But obviously that didn't happen. We're in the boat with C.J. Stroud. He should be your week one quarterback. At the end of the day, I just think this is going to be an overblown topic of conversation.
1: No, and, you know, the Carolina Panthers, they did the exact same thing. They threw Andy Dalton out there. We all expect Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud to be starting by training camp, starting by week one. D'Amico Ryan spoke on that. He said the process with all our players is to come out, improve, and get better each day. When the fall comes, that's when we'll talk about starters and who are the best 11 to go out there and help us win some games. Then CJ talked about him running with the twos, and he said, I'm just trying to get better. It's not about being with the ones. It's not about being with the twos. It's just about getting better. This is what spring is for. Also, I heard that CJ Shroud, he went to the secondary and asked them, you know, how can I get better? Because according to DJ Enemy, they had a yeah. shutdown uh, practice yesterday uh, against the first team offense no surprise there the, the Houston Texans secondary Harley is going to be elite dare I say but on CJ Stroud, he's saying everything correct he's doing everything the right way it just makes me more excited to see uh, you know the development of CJ Stroud throughout this training camp preseason leading up until week one
0: yeah, I've seen some stuff thrown about his leadership qualities yes. already. Um, I mean, he Brooks Cabina had the quote from him talking about the quarterback competition. If there is, if there isn't, that he's built for it. That mm. was his that's out it CJ Stroud's mouth. He is built for it. I'm built for it. That was the quote. Hey, uh that that excited me. Mm-hmm. That tells me, okay, you got a quarterback that's gonna come in here and work, you know, and and respect the Davis Mills. Yeah, because He could have just belly flopped and, or just, you know, went sideways like a fish and just floundered, you know, and say I'm content with being the backup quarterback. Hey, Mm -hmm. competition makes you better, okay? If C.J. Stroud can't beat Davis Mills, then that to me is already a misdirection on the number two overall pick in the draft. Like that's a testament to if you can't beat Davis Mills, and I mean beat Davis Mills, like not like – savage deshaun watson okay savage didn't beat out deshaun watson that was just poor coaching okay but and i don't think we see that kind mm-hmm. of level of whatever that was back then with D'Amico, ryans and staff you mentioned the secondary man the photos and the videos that we've seen of Derek stingley mm. oh my goodness oh my goodness He dick boy. Antonio Cromartie also said he doesn't get
1: the credit he deserves, and he thinks he's going to flash out this season.
0: I think so, too. Uh, You look at Derek Stingley in just the small sample size, not necessarily small, but decent amount of games you got last year from him before Mm -hmm. he got injured. I mean, he's one of only two cornerbacks with 300 snaps to not allow a touchdown against him in the red zone. Mm Mm-hmm. That's pretty elite work right there. If the biggest thing was the Texans calling card on defense last year, they did not give up any red zone touchdowns. Mm. They, did, they just didn't do it. That was one thing about Lovey Smith, bender break defense. You're not going to see that bender break defense with the Mico Ryans. I do definitely see a lot more chances, a lot more plays being risked. And I have no problem with it. Uh, I have full trust in the Mico Ryans. Ryans. Uh, but Derek Stingley, Jalen Petrie, Jimmy Ward, OK, Stephen Nelson, Desmond King. Hey, you got yourself a good crop of talent at the secondary. I definitely agree. I think this is could be a underrated secondary that can pop some attention out to the rest of the league.
1: No, absolutely. And you mentioned earlier where CJ Shroud said, I'm built for it. And of course, everyone loves to hear that. But when you go and see CJ Shroud's history, uh, I think I told you last last uh episode i watched his elite 11 Mm. he didn't start immediately in high school he started in his junior year he had to compete for that role going to ohio he didn't even get offered he had to compete for the starting job there also who else did they bring in the guy who who takes years on the day they brought him in they told cj shot how disrespectful is that Yeah. yeah very quarterback competition is is nothing new to cj stroud it actually excites me more that he thinks it is it's only gonna make him ball out cj stroud man every single day dude this kid remember hey at first we were saying it was bryce young but with cj here dude i feel it i feel like there could potentially be a change right and then you add in how is D'Amico ryan's going to be in you know in his first ota as a houston texan we heard it went well, but Robert Woods, he said something that excited me. He said, I never knew I'd come to Houston. Being here, hearing D'Amico talk, seeing him develop with the mm-hmm. 49ers and build that energy, I see a lot of hungry players. Oof. That, doesn't that get you
0: just the goosebumps? It, I mean, it, it, words I finally, needed to hear. Man. Finally. If, if this is the first time in franchise history you got yourself a head coach. I, I, I just plain and simple. And, you know, Bill O'Brien did whatever he did. And mm. look, he had some I the only credit I give Bill O'Brien. And it's tough to do that because to me, he still succeeded off of Gary Kubiak's teams. But in order Don't to know <laughs> in order to succeed with these teams, I mean, he had quarterbacks like Brandon Whedon winning games mm. with Brandon Whedon, Brock Osweiler ryan Mallett, brian hoyer ryan fitzpatrick shout out to fitzy uh joe webb yeah joe webb thrown out there i mean to still win the division with that kind of roulette of quarterbacks going around tj coming that, back every other year <laughs> yeah you know come back and beat the Bengals one time a year for us you know like <laughs> i mean it was just That is crazy to think about in the realm that we Mm -hmm. lived in as a Texans fan. Gary Kubiak, he had, to me, the height in the peak of the Houston Texans. Mm. And it might have been – it was short-lived. It was only – really, it felt like that one year where you thought you could go all the way and win the Super Bowl just so happy Matt Schaub gets hurt on a Liz Frank or got his foot stepped on, quite can't remember right now. And then Dom Capers – I mean, there's nothing to throw at with Don Capers. The team just started. You know, what could he do? Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, right now you finally got yourself a competent head coach that can oof, really change this league. Really
1: change this league. And CJ Shaw talked about our head coach, and he said – He's a young coach who knows how it is to play in this league and play for the Texans. He's been great, very vocal. He's really funny, too. It's cool to have a coach who isn't stuck up all the time or super mad, very transparent. Now, that tweet found its way to the Ohio State Buckeyes Twitter community. They were feeling some type of way. Now, I don't think it was a dig at any one of his old coaching staff. I just think he likes D'Amico Ryans, man. And this is what we knew was going to happen when you hire Domico. D'Amico. You know, the first part of that quote, he's a young coach who knows how it is to play in this league. Defensive rookie of the year for the Houston Texans, all pro, captain. Then he gets traded to the Eagles. He's a captain there on his, you know, he has the pelts on the wall where you could just follow the guy. And then you're doing it here in H-Town, man. I think though that really sticks out is that D'Amico Ryan's played for this Houston Texans team. And you want to say that, you know, the height of you know of the Texans was cool. I think the very start of the height for the you know for the Texans defense started with D'Amico, then took off with JJ Watt. Mm-hmm. And just hearing these things, we're we're not used to hearing that as Texans fans, right? We're like we're not used to hearing our coaches get praised, our GM get praised. So everything's going right so far for the Texans. We just got to keep this shit up.
0: That, exactly you just gotta you gotta make sure you keep this whatever it is whatever this hype train is keep feeding more fuel to it we need it, it we are sick and tired of losing we're yes. sick and tired of being mediocre we're sick and tired of you know wild card division round and that's it we're sick and tired of it we've barely been knocking on the door like bum phillips said way way back then you know knock on the door knocking on the door it's time to Tear a hole in that zone, bitch, right inside out. Like, let's mm-hmm. go do it. Let's go run it with D'Amico. We got the secondary. The defense is going to be improved. Uh, a to me, a top 10 offensive line. Okay. You got CJ Stroud. Yes, I do believe this offensive line could be top 10. We heard it could D'Amico even said that the strength of this offense so far has been the offensive line. So that already tells me, oh yeah, 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 we're going places. Starts with the trenches. The offensive line is going to make this offense move. I am excited about it. This
1: offensive line is going to be great. The question is, what is going to happen with Kenyon Green? And D'Amico spoke about that yesterday. Mm. He said that he's getting stronger. He is on pace for where he needs to be. The same was said for John Menchie, who, you know, wasn't there yesterday, that his goal is to be there in training camp. So more players who didn't uh, participate because he's worth voluntary, Hassan Ridgeway. Lermy Tunsil, Steven Nelson, Greg Little, Denzel Perryman, Dalton Schultz. Look, all veterans, multiple years in the league. Three of those guys are going to be captain for your team. I'm not worried about them missing, you know, the first couple of days of OTAs.
0: Only one I was worried about that made me like, hmm. Tunsil? Dalton Schultz. Mm. Not Tunsil. Tunsil just got paid. It would have been different if Tunsil didn't get paid, you know, you know, like that one where he had his last year on the contract. Yeah. He didn't show up. I was like, okay, what's going on here? No. Uh, Dalton Schultz, man. I know he's a veteran, um, but this is your first year on this team. You got a whole new offensive system that you're learning. Uh, you know, C.J. Stroud's there. You think you want to get comfortable with C.J. Mm-hmm. Stroud. And when you ultimately think about it the on paper, like the best weapon you have is Dalton Schultz. Yes. I would love to see that comfortability being created right now in OTAs between CJ Stroud and Dalton Schultz. And this is without knowing, maybe they worked out in the yeah. off season that we don't know, you know, but what we do know is I don't know that. So, and what I'm seeing is Dalton Schultz isn't there for voluntary OTAs. Again, voluntary, yeah. you know, they're grown ass men. They can do whatever the hell they want. Okay. As long as you show up to the mandatory ones, then, you know, this take can be washed over. It doesn't matter but i would have liked to seen dalton Mm -hmm. schultz there that's just me maybe nitpicking a little bit i did agree with with john a little bit in the group chat because he did mention that and i was like yeah i kind of kind of agree with that
1: (laughs) very interesting to see like i said he could just come back literally today or tomorrow and this all washes over um you know we've seen some some videos and the media wasn't really allowed. I think only 20 minutes, right? We did see a very slim Nico Collins who, yeah. when when they asked him, you know, how is everything going so far in this Bobby Slovak offense, his eyes lit up. You know, we saw Damian Pierce look jacked as hell. And, you know, according to DJ Enemy, he had one of the best runs today. Another player who stood out, rookie wide receiver Tank Dell the longest completion of the day a 20 yard pass from cj stroud cj stroud spoke about the relationship man and he said give me one second ooh what are you doing bro that's my boy man he goes tank and i have been hanging out in the hotel he's done a great job he's been vocal he's been in tune to what we want he wants to be great this 713 connection Is going to be deadly in Houston. It's only, like I said, every single day, bro, I fall more in love with this draft class. And just to hear that from, you know, from CJ and Tank Dell, one, it shows that Stroud is being a leader. He is getting his guys together. He is working even when, you know, even when they're not in the building. Robert Woods, he also spoke about CJ Shaw's leadership. And he said, CJ is a good leader already coming in he's vocal he's asking great questions and trying to pick apart the offense that's a good thing to start with their rookie QB coming in great job CJ
0: yeah uh, look my bias for Tank Dell is is abnormal at times I love Tank Dell I've watched Mm. Tank Dell his whole career at U of H he's a great interview he will give you answers that you just can't get out of others Mm -hmm. uh man you're gonna they're gonna have a lot of fun the media is gonna have a lot of fun whenever they get Tank Dell at that podium that's gonna be fun because you're you're gonna get a lot of that funny characteristics that I know of Tank Dell he's a great guy he's a great human being too at the end of the day uh but man see just hearing him the the crisp routes Mm that Davis Mills said that he's never seen anyone do his breaks so clean in and out like Tank Dell? All right, look, Davis Mills hasn't, from off the top of my head, hasn't played with a top wide receiver besides Brandon Cooks. So, I mean, Brandon Cooks, what, what is he in terms of ranks of top wide receivers? Top fifteen, top twenty? Hey, Very Tank, Tank Dell apparently is already a crisper route runner than Brandon Cooks. So, um, take it with whatever grain of salt you will. I'm going to take that as my agenda to spread my tank Dell propaganda. He's a better route runner than Brandon cooks check. Alrighty. What, what's next on the board for tank Dell? He can, I love tank Dell punt returner. He's going to be fantastic for you on special teams. Uh, I can't, I just, I can't wait for him. I can't wait.
1: I can't wait either. You know, one thing that was interesting was Robert Woods was the first one to speak uh, Mm, yesterday. And He's excited about being back in this Shanahan style of offense, you know, very similar to what he was with the Rams, where he had a couple back-to-back thousand-yard seasons, one season where he had more yards than, hey, Brandon Cooks, If you know, if we want to, you know, throw it back. But how how do you feel about Robert Woods entering training camp, entering this season so far? I said I could see him be anywhere, right, the number one, number two, and number three, but I think after hearing what he – hearing what he said about D'Amico about
0: CJ I think we'll see a lot more of, of Robert Woods initially when they signed Robert Woods and Landry Locker was spreading this propaganda for, he was for Robert it. Woods man he, he was on that hype he was on that train before it even settled like he was he was there he already had the tickets okay he was there for pre-sale mm. and I just wasn't sold on a robert woods i'm looking at a guy that's coming off an acl injury uh older guy i was like mm, i don't know how much i'm gonna get out of a robert woods mm-hmm. you know um i do love the veteran leadership though yes and, and that's what is presented to me right now is the veteran leadership if you can get him and squeeze whatever knowledge he has of the system to the rest of these wide receivers, what he knows about the game to the rest of these wide receivers. You know, like, and this is no slot at, you know, slight at Brandon Cooks. Um, But it felt like at times, like Brandon Cooks was, regardless of his play, he had really good play for here for us, even with Davis Mills. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it makes me wonder how much he – shared his insight with the rest of the wide receivers, mm. you know, and I know players had good things to say about him. Even, even when he sat out a week and was all patty about it. Oh, pity and pouty his mouth about not getting traded. Like, yep. Oh, well, whatever it happens. Okay. Um, move on, be a grown man for once in your life. I mean, come on, try to do that. Like, uh, I see Robert Woods and I'm like, mm, this guy looks professional. Mm-hmm. He looks like he knows what he's doing. He's going to talk and mentor these wide receivers. And now initially I'm going, Hmm, you know what? Maybe this was a better signing than I thought. Yeah. Cause I did the video way, way, way back then. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, I don't know really if I want a Robert Woods here. Like it was a it was- good
1: start to a potential crazy for agency.
0: Yeah. You know, I was like, okay, this is okay. Um, I valued more of the mentorship than I did his play on the field. Mm-hmm. But if both combined, you, you presented the numbers out there. Yeah. If both combine into the results on the field, Robert Woods can be a legitimate wide receiver one for you on this team, uh, just because I do believe that you got a lot of slot receivers. So uh, I'm not quite sure. Maybe he could get lined up there every once in a while in terms of snap counts, but um, he should be your wide receiver one or wide receiver two. This is all dependent on what Nico Collins does for you and his mm-hmm. whatever his potential he has left in him. Um, I, I hope we get to see something. This is the year for Nico Collins. This is it for him. He's got to show us something, or uh, it's just not gonna work out for him. I I'm glad you brought up Nico, but before mm-hmm. we do that, let's put it
1: into Robert Woods. Played a full 17 games after tearing his ACO. Yes. 500 yards with Ryan Tannehill and Malik Willis. He obviously hated Arthur Smith and that style of offense. You said it here, maybe a number one, maybe a number two. Now, switching to Nico, I agree with you. Let's not forget the Nick Casario era started with Davis Mills and Nico Collins. And Nico Collins, you traded three day three selections, you know, to trade up for him. There was a lot invested into Nico. I just think this year there there should be no excuse you can no longer blame davis mills for throwing it 12 feet over your head you now had a guy who was considered one of the most accurate quarterbacks in college football nico needs to prove himself i definitely agree with you
0: yeah this is his make or break year for me uh this is where are you still going to be in the league like this is what he's got to look at Mm. not just the team but the nfl in general like Are you still going to be in the league? This is the year for you. He's got to take a look at it wide perspective, not just locally. Yeah, you know, you want to make the team, obviously, but you got to think about how much longer you're going to be in the league, buddy. Mm -hmm. You know, he doesn't have a lot of film, much film on him. Uh, You're looking at a guy that just overall, regardless of what you said about Davis Mills, teams aren't going to really look at that too much. Mm -hmm. They're not going to know that. You know, they're just going to see a guy that didn't produce for three day, three picks for a trade up a guy that was picked before a Ross St. Brown from yeah. the Detroit Lions. You know, that one hurts. That one stings. It stings a lot, you know, but, you know, we got to move on. And we looking at Nico Collins and we saw last year, I, I'm rooting for him. I really am. Because last year when I was there, I, I have told you this before, I was there at the training camp uh the esteemed day that you all of after. local media was going crazy about nico collins staying after getting working working with andre trying to get some more reps in like and i'm thinking oh man we're gonna see the results of this year for nico and we didn't but when i still look at this wide receiver group the it's guy with here. the yeah it's still a free game the guy with the most Attributes that has is Nico Collins, six four, six four. He has great speed, four, big four. body, wide receiver, solid hands. We've seen him make plays in preseason. We've seen him do the jump ball catch from Jeff Driscoll. We saw him in the Jags game mm-hmm. just Moss, catch defender. Uh, Tyson Campbell over the Jags. We've seen this. We've seen some plays where we go, man, I need to see more, and mm-hmm. I need to see consistency. And it's going to be tough because, you know, I make a break here for him with a rookie quarterback. I know it's CJ Stroud. You said he's the most accurate. He is still a rookie quarterback. And it's a little unfair to him. But welcome to the NFL.
1: Mm-hmm. The only person that could make this decision is Nico Collins. This wrapped the day one of OTAs. And that was only with 20 minutes of access, Harley. You imagine when yeah. we get everything else, I am waiting for the Cody Stutz 11 observations that he does every year. I've been oh, reading yeah. that thing since I was in freaking high school But <laughs> Harley. This was episode, I believe, 13 I Believe in the Houston Texans.
0: Before we go, where can everyone find you? Uh, You can follow me at lead underscore HOU down below on Twitter, or you can also type that in on YouTube. Uh, I do the lead where it's all Houston all the time. I talk Astros, Rockets, and Texans as much as I can. Mm. I've already got uh, two videos posted today. I'm going to have another video posted later tonight. So that would be three videos. I'm working to the road of 2,000 subscribers Okay, and then at three thousand subscribers, I will be giving away that autograph-signed D'Amico Ryan's football. Sadly, it's not next to me right now, but I am giving that away, and we're gonna have a lot of fun, man. I appreciate uh, Believe Network for giving us the opportunity to mm. host a podcast, man. I, I don't think we've actually said this, but I do appreciate the Believe Network giving us the the platform to two YouTubers. <laughs> you know, usually this is someone that is more you know, renowned mm. and then former player. You got two YouTubers up here doing a Believe Network podcast. This is this is fantastic, man. It gets me excited.
1: No, man it 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 goes back to when we were kids, and the only thing we talked about was football. Yeah for the got for everyone who doesn't know, me and Harley, we went to the same school. All we did was talk about the red, white, and blue, the Houston Texans, the team that made us cry every single. Sunday, but shout out to Believe. Yes, we are two YouTubers. We are starting this, and we are starting it at a point where this franchise is on the up. Oh man, I'm excited. I know you're excited. Get my boy to 3,000 subscribers. You can follow me, just type in 713 Houston Sportcast on Twitter at 713 HSP. Instagram 713 Houston Sports. This was Believe in the Houston Texans. Y'all have a very blessed day.
0: Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.